Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Men Watch Kitchen. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the one, the only, the long hair, don't care. It's almost summer, being gone. That line of sentencing didn't make sense. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, how's it going? Man, that's that train of thought went to infinity and beyond for a second, man. You just, oh. you just, kept, you just kept going. Um, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Speaking of to infinity, to infinity and beyond. I was I did I never really liked Buzz Lightyear all that much. Okay. Now I might need you to watch your mouth. Well, here's the thing. In my adult life, like I I like I like Buzz Lightyear and Woody. I like them, you know, we got some really cool moments in Toy Story 4 with them. I like the uh part in Toy Story 3 where Buzz Lightyear has the He's like what he has like the switch the switch for he's like he's like Spanish or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got got some pretty cool things. I'm just saying, like as a kid, I was always more of a Woody. I like I liked Woody. You know what I mean? Like that was kind of like he he he's kind of like my Toy Story favorite. Can I ask? That's what I mean by that. Can I ask why you didn't like Buzz? I don't know. I, I it it's not that I. It's not that I didn't. It's not, I'm saying I didn't like him. It's just like ah, you know. That's what you said. Those are the words. Those yeah, words came out. I just mouth. wasn't. I don't know. I I don't. I don't think. Let me try to. Refer, I don't think Buzz Lightyear hit because I clearly was. I guess we all were the target audience when that movie first came out. Buzz Lightyear didn't seem as cool to me. It didn't seem like as like a as as cool of like a a toy or or, or whatever. I don't know. I just. Wasn't really a big Buzz Lightyear fan. And so coming into this movie, I was, I don't know. I was, I was, I was intrigued, but I want a Sheriff Woody movie. You basically, but okay. But this is where it gets fucked up because Woody comes from what? That old show Roundup. Woody's Roundup, yeah. And then didn't, didn't, isn't there a part in Toy Story 2 where, where Zerg is like, I'm your father or some shit like that? Yeah, the, the yeah, it gets weird. My main point with that is that like I Buzz did not steal the Toy Story show for me, and I did not like because you remember they had like the Jam Jam sets and like the, all the kind of shit, and it's like you can do like a Woody one or a Buzz one. Mm-hmm. I was always like, you know, the Woody the, the the Woody versions of that stuff. Now, how much of that is you just? being like attracted to the cowboy aesthetic though oh a whole lot of it is i'm not saying that like buzz lightyear is a bad character in any stretch of the imagination i'm just saying me personally i'm just like ah he's kind of a he's he's kind of a tool you know what i mean he's kind of a you know whatever 
he's kind he's kind of a he's kind of a buffoon you know what i mean shit like that um but she like but also i was really into space i was really into obviously star wars and stuff like that so maybe it was coming from a place of like i don't know there's better space shit out there i don't know again not saying buzz lightyear is a bad character but i just i remember as a kid not being as fond of buzz lightyear as i was of woody or even of like i like potato head a lot i thought potato head was cool i thought you know these other side characters are really cool the army men for some reason i always thought that was such a such a neat idea but so i take it that you were a big buzz lightyear fan as a kid like buzz lightyear big is big is a stretch because um Toy Story was always one of those movies. I think we talked about it a little bit. I cut for Toy Story, yeah. But the the stuff that I really kind of gravitated to were... I mean, by this time, the time that Toy Story came out, I was into anime, right? Like, mm-hmm. like more action-packed stuff. I, did I watch the Pixar stuff? Absolutely. Um, but I think that the reason I liked Buzz Lightyear as a character was because he made Buzz Lightyear makes Woody funny, right? Woody's not funny without Buzz. Well, cause Buzz, Buzz and Woody are each other's foil, you know? Yeah. It's like and Woody, that, Woody, that's what I appreciate about Buzz Lightyear more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, is that they, they are characters that were built to play off each other. Yes, but they do so, so damn well, you know what oh, I mean? It's a cla- yeah. It's a classic pairing you know i mean it's a it's a it's i mean it's it's the peas and carrots of the of the pixar universe i think he said peas and carrots it was you know but i almost equate woody and buzz to um like felix and oscar you know and it's like Hmm. oscar oscar's like the g you know felix without oscar without the pairing of oscar felix is kind of like oh what the fuck you know get out of here it's kind of yeah, Buzz Lightyear. But together they're I, great. Yeah, I can I can see that. Which I will I will admit I'm kind of with you that whenever they announced a Lightyear movie, I it felt like the biggest stretch to God, me dude. out of any of the Toy Story uh, franchises right now. Um, mostly because I feel like Buzz Lightyear got his due. Did you ever watch? Uh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command? No, wasn't that wasn't that that uh, 2D animated show? Yeah, and it got like almost a hundred episodes. Like it was wow. Yeah, it was it was and it was a good show. So to me, I was like, you've done this before. So I was I came in I came into this interested of like how are you going to take uh, a franchise and a property from your property that you've already expanded on in some way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, yeah. Like, are you treating that as it gets into like the complicated nature of is the cartoon, which is, is the cartoon made for us or is the cartoon like the Woody's roundup of Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story universe. Right. Because, you know, this movie is supposed to... We're watching Lightyear. We watch Lightyear, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we watched Fraggle Rock. We're just over here bullshit, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's because Lightyear is supposed to serve as the movie that Andy watched to want Buzz, right? So it, it started the question in my head, is Lightyear of Star Command 
the cartoon based on the movie that would live in the Toy Story universe, just like the Mighty Ducks cartoon is the cartoon based on the Mighty Ducks. It's too much. It's too much. I oh, love do you it. understand? It's too much. I understand. But Jesus Christ, like, like it is, it is, it is too much. It needed too much setup, I think. It needed too much of an explanation as to why this is existing. You remember that tweet Chris Evans shot out? He was like, just to be clear, this is not about the toy. This is about the real the person that the toy is based off of. And then it's like, you got to dig back in your Rolodex of toy story knowledge. And you're like, was that even a, was that even a part of, of that set? So they don't mention, they don't mention it in the movie. Cause all you know, in the first movie is that Andy's super excited about this toy. They don't mention why he's super excited about this toy. And so yeah. their reasoning is like, he's super excited because he saw a movie, which makes sense. Right. Um, and yeah. you know, I can't really fault them for not putting that into the movie since this was their first movie, right? And it was definitely them just saying, like, let's see what we can do. Um, they you know, they didn't expect it to become a phenomenon. I don't think anyone really expected it to become a phenomenon. No, no, yeah, Lightyear but was just there's some questions I have about it that you know I'm gonna hold for later in that episode, but yeah, yeah, Lightyear was, um. I was I was like I don't know I like why do we need this why is this even why is this even a thing it was kind of like when um when uh, Doritos so so Taco Bell comes out with the Doritos Locos Taco mm-hmm. right which is the taco shell that's a Dorito chip and then Doritos comes out with the Doritos Locos Taco flavored Doritos did they really yeah and it's like it's too much it's too much isn't that just isn't yeah. that just nacho cheese? <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's like, well, I guess maybe it's like some of the taco season, uh, taco flavorings in there too, maybe. But still, that's what I mean. It's like this is too much. Like th- like this is so this light year was effectively the Doritos Locos Tacos Doritos of the Toy Story universe. Which I'm pretty sure if you take the letters of Taco Bell and the letters of Doritos, you can spell Toy Story out of those sons of bitches. I'm pretty sure. Don't don't somewhere. On that. somewhere. 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 There's a silent Y in there somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> but but yes. Yeah, so, um but yeah, but then they dropped that dope trailer with 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 Starman playing. And you and I both were like, yo, this trailer is fucking awesome. Any better than it had, like, you know, because I think we were both like, okay. Yeah. And then the, so the trailer dropped and we're like, all right, this is awesome. And then you hear about, you know, the thing that this movie uh, got a lot of, got a lot of uh, 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 press for is the fact that it features, what is it, the first openly lesbian couple is that is that what it is is that the yeah there's supposed to be a gay kiss in it although i don't remember seeing a gay kiss there's one where like he opens the door and and it's after one of the missions in the beginning and 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 she kisses her her wife and it's like it's happy it's her 40th anniversary it has the 40th oh that one okay see see here oh my gosh like here's the thing i just completely like i saw that and i was like okay you know like yeah but but I saw that, and again, it's it like you know normalize it. It shouldn't. It sh- doesn't need to be. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it, it should all be normalized across the board. Don't even be a big deal. But I saw that, and I was just like, "Ain't no way 
this move this would have happened in 95 ain't no fucking way i thought about that too and then i just had to lean back on the fact that like okay this was this is the toy story this is the pixar universe of a more equal and accepting earth but right but then it got to the point one thing that i will uh give the movie its uh, credit for is that the tech involved felt very um, this is a sci-fi movie from the 90s. Yeah, the tech that they used. Uh, so I like that a lot. But when I saw that and I had that thought, like, yeah, dude, Andy's mom would have pulled him and, like, we're leaving. You know what I mean? Like, I'm again, I'm not... That's I don't not know. Right. Andy's mom probably isn't, like... I don't... I never took Andy's mom well, as, like, a bigot. <laughs> well, no. But I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just saying. Like, that. there's no... That, that movie wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened. And then it led me to believe, like... Or led me to, to the conclusion that... This, I don't think this movie, TJ, needed this weird framework of this was the movie that Andy saw. Like, why can't they just make a Lightyear movie and say, yo, we're just doing a, we're just making a fucking, we're just making a Lightyear movie. It's not the I toy, know. you know. So I think that, I, I think that part of it was, and it was the dilemma that they went in to create this movie because uh, all hail Disney Plus for having those little featurettes at the end. It was like 30 minute featurettes. Um, they were saying that it was a challenge because they're, they're people with Buzz Lightyear tattoos, right? They understand in which the way that Buzz Lightyear has taken off, especially in our generation. And so they wanted some way to tie it to the Toy Story universe that still gave them latitudes to make choices, right? Like they knew that Buzz having a huge chin just wouldn't, just wouldn't be right. You know what I mean? And if they made just a light year movie, the question would be, how come this isn't a movie in the style of, again, like a Buzz Lightyear Star Command, or how come you're pushing towards this more realistic view when you could have made a movie in that more cartoonish thing because it exists in our world? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, it does. So is Buzz Lightyear, is Buzz Lightyear Star Command then, is that take the same approach as this? Like this is treating Buzz Lightyear as a real character? It's not like yes. a toy fucking on a space. Yeah, so Buzz Lightyear Star Command treats Buzz as if he's a real character, and he and he has like a group of three other cadets mm-hmm. with him, and there's Zerg, and there's like a whole mythology there. And so, the first, the first, the first episode is actually three episodes put together, and it was packaged as like a movie that went with another film. It's like a thing. So what was the framework of that then? Was that this is the TV show that the toy is based off of or something like that? Or no, did just... see, that's the thing. I think that that TV show was like, oh, you people who enjoy Toy Story will also enjoy this cartoon of this character, Buzz Lightyear. Right? So did that, have, did that have no framework lead in? It was just like, this is, this is Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, this is what it is. So then why right. did this movie need that? If that, if that because they already, I think it's because they already had it. It's because they already had it. So, like, let's say that they created. Wait, wait, wait. Calm down. No, I hear you. I'm, no, I'm not. I, I hear what you're saying. It's just like I just don't understand how these decisions get made. Like, who who was asking for this? Like, was this? You know, I I don't know. I, I don't know why this movie is. <laughs> I don't know why it exists. You know, <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't affect my. It's not going to affect my rating at all. Let's be clear right. on that. But I'm just saying, like, I don't like. Honestly, TJ, this is one of those movies that, like, I, I going into it, I was like, I don't know. 
I could have existed without without it even this being a thing. Yeah. Well, so just to back us up with the whole uh, 1995, this was, 1995 was Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Taymor. Not Julie Taymor. Was <laughs> Julie? <laughs> Julie Taymor's the director. Right. Tuan but Fu, I don't. Thanks for everything, Julie Namor. Right. But I also what is what movie? What, what is that rated? PG thirteen R. Uh, I think it's rated. Ooh, what is the rating of that? It is. Come on, the Googles do the thing. I just don't know. I just don't know if a family. I I I, I I'm willing to believe that a family movie made in the 90s, might have undertones, might have things you have to dig for, but would not have things that overt. Clueless. Clueless came out in 95. Right, but is that geared towards... Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's on that bubble. He's on that bubble. Wow. Right? But I do think that the question is... So this... We'll talk about the tone of the movie, and I think that I can explain how they were able to do it in nine, in like a 95, in a 1995 era. And I like of. that it's there. And I honestly think that this should have been normalized a lot sooner. Like there should oh, have been movies in the 90s that had this shit in there. But I'm just saying that like, the, that's why the, those sort of my questions to the framework. I have another question. Mm-hmm. So Andy and all of his little buddies, everybody, they're all CGI. Mm-hmm. This is CGI. Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to believe that Andy is actually real and like this, like these are technically like live action actors, but because it's in the Toy Story universe, it's CGI? Jesus Lord, it's, it's I just think too you're much. thinking about it. You, you're no, you're diving. You're you're trying to inception this shit. It's not that deep. I'm in not a world, tr- it, it inceptioned it goddamn self. It didn't do itself. <laughs> I'm not trying to do anything, Jordan. When a cartoon, when they have a TV show or a movie in a cartoon, how is that TV show or movie represented? As a cartoon. When, yeah, you play, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when you play a video game, those people is a CG. And we've seen video games where they're watching news uh, and they're watching television shows. Yeah, and what is it? I, I, yeah, man, I, uh, so we're supposed uh, to believe that those are real people within that world. You see... <laughs> Y'all, oh, he coming in. Make him in here. Fix some vinegar. Make it mix. <laughs> so, but again, that's not none, none of this. This is getting too deep about something that doesn't need to be that deep. So let's do some trivia. TJ, drop a beat. Guys, are we ready? I don't know. Okay, so listeners, Kim does a trivia dance every time the trivia song plays. <laughs> Kim has yet to comment on the fact that I have done the trivia dance with her the past he like 20 times. Been nailing it. Really, really capturing mm-hmm, the essence mm-hmm. and the the movement quality <laughs> behind the choreography is there so well, y'all, good job y'all practice today. that y'all practice that right don't y'all practice i didn't that practice i just watched him do it enough to where i was like it's hand hand down and up down up flip like it's that. a flip you're at the like top yeah. you're like that yeah. vampire yeah. from you're like that vampire from interview with the vampire that weird french one who like mimics uh louis oh, he was just he was just fucking around with louis at that point if we True. want to talk about interview with a vampire we can do that but we have a job to do and it's about kids movies and not Anne Rice. 
So don't I like the way Kim, Kim calls this our job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if only, if only Bam. this paid trivia, me like my full time job. Trivia, trivia, trivia person and fucking supervisor. Good lord, she's mm-hmm. like, all right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I better get to work. Yeah, time is uh-huh. money. All right, well, Jord. Yes. <clears throat> the names for many characters in this movie, such as Hawthorne, Burnside, Morrison, Steele, and Selwood, uh, share names with what? A, declassified prototype military vehicles, B, bridges in Portland, Oregon, or C, popular hiking trails in California? I don't fucking know. A. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Yeah, I don't even, I'm not even going to sit here and try to ponder on that one. I'm just going to say A. No, it's Bridges in Portland. Oh, okay. Jeez. What's feathering and whatever? (laughs) Um, I, they did not list that one as an, it said many of the names or like many. I don't think all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Boo. 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 Anyway, y'all distracted me. Uh, okay, okay. And now I have this pop-up on my computer talking about like upgrading my software. Like, uh, stupid upgrades. Anyway, uh, TJ, hey, mm-hmm. did you I... see the did you see the oxygen tanks? They are a reused design from what other movie? A, the scream tanks from Monsters Inc. B, the air tanks from Finding Nemo. Or C. The air tanks from Wally. I'm gonna say the air tanks from Wally. No, they're the scream tanks from Monsters I, Inc. That's the first thought I had, but I was like, let's keep it in the galactic sort of universe. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. fair, you put mm-hmm. you put a Wally anything in front of this man, and he and it, that's what it is. Okay, I love well, Wally. I love I know, Wally, and you so desperately want like any chance you get to you know. Wow. I feel like this is a safe space yeah. where I can admit that. I have not seen Wally, and it's not a safe space. Incorrect. I- you thought wrong. <laughs> I will also say, I think that that might be the Pixar movie, other than Turning Red, that like makes me cry because I do love Wally, and also like humans and garbage destroyed the planet. And that's real. Sad. How do you love something you ain't seen before? Well, because like I've seen him and like Wally and being all cute and shit. Watch Wally. Let's watch okay. it tonight. I ain't seen it in a minute. We'll watch it tonight. I don't. We have. I think we have. Well, aren't we supposed to watch Prey tonight? Yeah, we're or gonna, we also we'll, have another. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Great, great uh, entertainment for you all. Uh, or Wally, watch that. Jord. Yes. How many years pass from the beginning of this movie to the end, according to IMDb? A seventy. B, 100, or C, 150? I'm going to say, ooh, it's either 70 or 100. And now that I said that, it's going to be 150. Because I know we have the 22 years that passed on the last one, and there's the first four, so that's 26. No, not like, not the movies. Within this movie, from the beginning of the movie to yeah, the end of the movie, about. That's he's what I'm charting the, he's, he, he's doing the thing. He's charting the, the jumps. He's charting the number. The of jumps. last jump, twenty two years passed, and then Izzy's born, oh, okay. and then Izzy's, okay. 
Carry on well, with your I, mathing. Well, now I've fucking lost my train of thought. Thanks. Um, but how many of them were in? And then, and then enough for Alicia. Is it Alicia Hawthorne? The Hawthorne one. Enough for her to die. How Hawthorne old was one. she? When? I'm gonna. I'm gonna say seventy. Seventy years. No, one hundred and fifty. Oh fuck. Okay. I know. I know. I know. TJ. Because Izzy is is the granddaughter, so it's old enough for. Shit. Yeah. Oh yes, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. TJ, Ivan. <laughs> okay, can I just say really quick? I have so many typos in this trivia notes for myself because I was typing one handed, laying on the couch. Anyway, it's bad. Uh, Ivan, the voice activated navigator, is voiced by Mary McDonald Lewis. She voices what other tool? A, classic Siri, B, Alexa, or C, OnStar? OnStar, C. Yeah, it is OnStar. The deep, it's like a, do people still use OnStar? Here's the thing. I thought about what voice would necessarily be famous in 1995, and it would be the OnStar voice. And yes, people still use OnStar. Wow. All right. And now it's time for Chris Evans' questions. Hold up, time up. Just so you know, I watched... The Buzz Lightyear, the the Lightyear documentary. Oh, just to get I into your not... head. <laughs> I, did I did homework, and you ain't gonna ask it. It's like when you read the chapter, and there's not the you know the question ain't on the test. You just pissed. I uh, here's a fun bit of trivia. Uh, if George dies, and I have to you know carry on with enough life, where I might want another partner to do it with. So, like, George, just fucking don't, okay? Anyway, uh, my goal is for that partner. That partner would be Chris Evans because, like, big air, right? How are you going to top George? Also, Chris Evans has said he is an ass man. So, Chris, if you're listening, just keep that on the back burner just in case. Hey. Anyway. Joy, go ahead. Let that be her hall pass, because at least you could be like, I'm Eskimo <laughs> Brothers with, with Chris Evans. Yeah. No, it's all right. No, Jordan would have to die. Mm-hmm. But again, don't die. Don't die. So we're, Chris we're, Evans hits Kim up. Next thing I know, Kim called me, <laughs> TJ, Jordan's wrong. But like, how how dead would I have to be? Like, would like would you... Okay, what? so let's... How well, soon? Let's say I'm basically. in like, yeah, oh. let's say... Like, would you be like, no, I'm saying like my state of death. Like, would it be like, I'm in, I'm in a coma. I'm, I'm, oh. you know, okay. Do I mean, I, you do know, I, I'm an optimist. Do I, do if I, you're in a coma, I'm going to be like, this motherfucker's going to wake up. Okay. Well, let me ask you, I'm in a coma. Chris mm-hmm. Evans shows up. He's like, Hey, I listened, I listened to your light year episode, uh, where you were talking about, you know, this and that other thing. Pull, all you got to do is pull the plug. Oh, oh! Knowing that, like my life, the the life as, as you know, my my life as you knew it is over. Like it is going to be the rest of your life of like being with you know, taking care. So of you're me. not gonna you're not gonna pull a Rebel Wilson in senior year. No. Oh, oh! Chris hmm. Evans, hmm. Chris Evans, Chris Evans himself is like, just pull the plug and we can be together. He's not a doctor. 
That's my trivia question to you. A, do you do it? B, do you not do it? C, why I, the hell don't you do it? <laughs> you know I what? think it would come down kidding, to, your, to your odds of survival and your potential vegetative state after that. I think I think you would I think he because then he's going to say, well, you know, you're going to have to take care of him. And then the answer is you turn to him and you say, I can do this all day. (laughs) Oh, my God. God. Anyway, Jord, how many acting credits are listed for my man Chris on IMDb? A, 58, B, 74 or C, 143? 74. No, it's fifty-eight. I think I That's struck out. I had in my head. Did I, I think I struck out on. Uh-huh. I don't have. I don't have uh-huh. yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you're kind of jumping ahead in my order here, but fine. Uh, TJ. Mm-hmm. Chris plays the lovable, slightly too proud made man in Lightyear, but he is back as the cocky asshole in Netflix's The Gray Man. Who plays the titular gray man opposite Chris in the movie? A, Ryan Reynolds. B, Ryan Gosling. Or C, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, my God. It's directed by the Russo brothers. Um, so Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, or Jake Gyllenhaal? Mm-hmm. All fine young gentlemen. I'm going to say Jake John. No. I'm going to say Jake John Hall because if it was Ryan Reynolds, I would have heard more about it. So you're going to Jake, see, wait, see Jake Jalen Hall. He answered. I'm torn between Jake John Hall and he Ryan answered. Reynolds, though. He answered. He did answer. Uh, no, it's Ryan Gosling. Oh, don't nobody care about Ryan Gosling. I care about Ryan Gosling. You care about the wrong and, things, then. And if he were not with Eva Mendez raising their beautiful family. He would be my other if George dies person. Well, at the end of that, we've got TJ at 200 and George at zero. Goose mm-hmm. egg. But you know what? We're still going to do before. all the <laughs> But before. before we do. Oh, yeah. Okay. So why I are have, we doing the Maven? Because it's entertaining for me. Yeah. I have a timer for, I'm going to set it to one minute, and we're going to go back and forth, and I want to hear movies set in space, and if the timer goes off when it's on your turn, you lose, although TJ already won. This is just for funsies. I'm going to start with uh, TJ because he won. Three, two, one, go. Apollo 13. Alien. DJ. Joy. Event Horizon. DJ. Interstellar. Joy. Spaceballs. Ooh, DJ. Gravity. Joy. Um, Blue Sea in the Sky. DJ. Sunshine. Joy. Ad Astra. DJ. Uh, Star Wars. (laughs) Joy. Empire Strikes Back. 
<laughs> the entire Star Trek series. Let's, let's nip that in the bud. Jordan. Uh, Zathura. TJ. Wally. Jordan. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, TJ. Uh, Space Buds, the Air Buds movie. <laughs> what? Yeah, the Air Buds movie where the dogs go to space. That how have I not known about that? But yeah, uh, and TJ wins the Mavis in the Wait, nick how, of time. How did that work? Because the timer he answered, and then the timer went off, so it was your turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you got to be snappier with these responses. I mean, but Jordan, so, you could have just gone so through just all so, of the Star Wars. So just so I'm clear, like, even if even if I have a movie lined up to say, if the timer goes off yeah. on him. You yeah. stalling with your uh didn't help. That was the thing that probably got you. Mm-hmm. But even mm-hmm. if, but even, but you understand, even without stalling, Whoever the who so whoever the timer goes off on, they automatically win, regardless of what it should be, Kim, is that like we have 10, 10 seconds for each question. Are you or or well like, no, because if he he had given a full complete answer by the time the timer went off. So right, it was technically I, your turn. If he had given an incorrect answer, I almost or think, been like air. Beep beep beep. Because I, I like the timer, but I almost think there needs to be something else. Like, do we tally up who got the most titles within that time frame? Is well, it no, like TJ should like, be about even? Is. Because if someone doesn't have one, or if someone's wrong, they automatically lose timer. Or not. I see. I see what Jordan's saying because I could have stalled for the last yeah, thirty seconds. I could have stalled for the last thirty seconds and gotten one and gotten Jordan. Yeah, out. and you're kind of given. Well, you're kind of given an advantage. Your strategy, to boys. <laughs> We got to workshop but, this later. Yeah, we got yeah, to workshop this even without stalling. It's just it's just luck of the draw. Whoever the fucking timer goes off on, like they win automatically. So no, because if if it had gone off, you know what? You know what? Give an gotta, answer, we'll, workshop it, we'll workshop it. We'll we'll parking lot this conversation. That and then brings we'll us to sixteen and twelve. TJ, all right, coming back, coming back. But you know, last episode. I could add no, it. no, you keep this energy. You're coming back. Optimism. I'm gonna keep the energy. Right. I'm gonna keep the energy. Let's yeah. keep the energy. We'll get our drinks. Play me and out. Then we'll come back and talk about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're gonna get our drinks. Thank you, Kim. Yes. And uh, we'll be back to talk about Lightyear. And we're back, Jordan. How was your uh, flight to the fridge? Oh, uh, you know, I uh, it 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 took me what two minutes? So technically, at uh, what two years? Um, it's like six months, some nonsense. Yeah, somewhere on there. So yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, it's fine. I'm uh, I have the same thing as I had uh, last week. I just got the high noon. Um, still sipping on that. Really impressed with these. And you would think with the vodka that it'd be like a high alcohol content. This is only 4.5%. So they're 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 nice and nice and easy on you. And another thing that I thought they were gonna be, TJ, I thought they're gonna be more expensive. Something else that I talked about last week. 
because uh, I don't think you can get these uh, unless I'm mistaken. I don't think you can get these at a, like a like a gas station, right? I think don't you have to go to a liquor store for them because it's vodka. I think so. Um, yeah, and uh, um, they have these, and they have the ranch riders, which have tequila in them. Uh, mm-hmm. The ranch riders are like you know seventeen, eighteen bucks, and these are only ten. Um, so, you know, not that expensive. Cool, and they're good. Um, they're good. <clears throat> what about you? I am drinking Angry Orchard hard cider. You know, I figured this movie feels nostalgic. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with a nostalgic drink. Plus, we're like in that weird place where nights are starting to cool down again. Like it's it's uh it's gonna. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Rub it in. Rub it in. Well, it's it's gonna be like 65 tonight, 66, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, lowest 60. I was wrong. So, like, we're we're kind of crossing over into winter. Uh, not for winter, fall. Like on mm-hmm. Saturday, on Saturday here, the low is gonna be 54. Right. Nice. Nice. So I'm like, you know let me I'm- go ahead and what. And I know that your response to this is going to be like, yeah, well, at least my politics are better, so whatever. But I'm going to take a picture of myself in the wintertime, standing on the side of my backyard in shorts. I'm going to send that to you. And I'll be like, all right. That's not going to do anything for me because I don't wear <laughs> I didn't wear shorts when I lived in Texas. George, how many times have you seen me in shorts? Not a lot. Not a lot. And I, to be fair, yeah. I, only have, I only have three pairs of shorts. So I'm, I'm mainly a jeans guy as well. I don't have a lot of shoes. Most of my shoes, TJ, don't really work with shorts. I got like one pair of flip flops. I have a low, I have a low, um, like a low, uh, uh, what do you call it? low rise? What am I? Th- a low top. I have a low top pair of Vans, but they're all beat to shit. All my other shoes, I mean, I got boots. I got the high tops. I don't like wearing high tops with shorts. You know, I I don't I think part of the reason I don't like wearing shorts is because I don't like wearing ankle socks. Yeah, yeah. I, I always have long socks, and it's a look. It's a it's a look to have shorts and then like long socks. You know what I mean? I did that for a while, man. With the shorts I did have, I would have the 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 socks pulled like all the way up. You know, and I was getting like the pattern socks. I have a mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead pair of socks. I have like these big old zombies on them and shit like that. But uh, then I saw pictures of myself, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that look anymore." See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I know <laughs> that it looks like I'm ready to um, knock out a a solid nine on the back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I'm just like, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna fuck with it. But yeah. um, well, it's like my buddy Carlos I, saw me. My buddy Carlos saw me like that, and what did he say? He said, uh, "The higher the socks, the downer the food." <laughs> that's what he said. Well, now I know. <laughs> so shame me. Anyway. All right. Lightyear. 2022 uh, directed, by, direct, directed by Angus McLean, um, who co-directed uh, Finding Dory. I didn't like Finding Dory as much as I wanted to. Um, I don't think anybody liked Finding Dory as much as they wanted to. Nah. Uh, and he did. he did some other shit. I don't know. Uh, and then um, it is, uh, you know, it was, had a had a limited release in theaters, and we watched it on uh, Disney Plus, where's where you can find it uh, now. Uh, starring Chris Evans, Kiki Palmer, 
uh, Peter Son, Taika Waititi, uh, Dale Souls, James Broland, Uzo Aruba, and uh, also uh, Bill Hader, but Bill Hader's only in it uh, very briefly. <clears throat> Bill Hader also did um, the voice work for BB-8 in The Force Awakens. Really? Yeah, but to, to hear him talk about it, he's like, I just came in and did a whole bunch of beeps, and then they just digitized it. So, like, it doesn't sound any... None of those droids sound anything like the like people. But, yeah, he's credited as the voice of BB-8 in just The Force Awakens because they, you know, did other things. Then they just repeated, yeah, they just used the same shit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and like we said, you know, the this has that re- that weird framework of this is the move. It opens with this title card uh, saying that, like, hey, in 1995, Andy and his mom went to go see this or Andy's mom got him a toy. I can't remember the exact order of it. Basically, what it's saying is in 95, Andy got a toy that was based off of his favorite movie. This is that movie. So uh, and then it and then it starts. Um, so we have um, Buzz Lightyear is uh, exploring a new planet with his um, commanding officer and best friend Alicia Hawthorne. They have this Star Command vessel called the Turnip that at least Buzz Lightyear has called it the Turnip because it looks like a turnip, and it has a whole bunch of colonists and things like that. And they're just they're just exploring uncharted uh, worlds and things like that, and they're 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 scouting the terrain. Typical sci-fi shit. You know, um, what I did appreciate was that Buzz Lightyear, his first lines in this movie are his first lines in Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Um, I noted that. So I thought that was that was pretty cool and that was pretty cute. Um, and they are uh, joined by a rookie uh, voiced by Bill Hader. And his last name is like Feathering Am- Feather- Feathering Stan or something like that. <laughs> it's so and so this whole part. They're just kind of, you know, scouting you some character development and stuff like that. Buzz Lightyear is narrating or he's doing the captain's log thing and Hawthorne calls him out on it. And he's like, oh, I got to do the log. Uh, And I I was watching this and I was like, Andy looked up to this guy, you know, like Like, this dude's a fuck. He's a tool. You know, I had the same feelings about. The first, you know, introduction to this light year as I did with the light year and, and the first Toy Story. Maybe that was intentional. I don't know. But it's like you would think that a space movie in the 90s, he would have been like badass. But I get it. It's t- it's a 2022 movie. It just has the framework of, oh, this came out in 95. Um, I, I do think Chris Evans does a good job does a good voice acting job. I don't know what other voice acting credits Chris Evans has, but yeah, I, think I thought does. so too. It, I was like, this doesn't sound like this. It didn't register as Chris Evans to me, which is always the sign of, yeah, at least whenever you get to the point where it's like a big name when they right. don't sound like themselves. I'm like, thank right. you for like doing the work. It sounded like, and I'd be interested to hear and you said you watched a documentary or whatever, and I don't know if they said anything like this, or, or I'd be interested to hear any sort of future things that might be released. But it sounded like Chris Evans was trying to do a low-key Tim Allen impression. Because you would think, but like not trying to sound like Tim Allen, but like trying to sound like a low-key. And then when you think about it, and you if you layer it, because the, the, vo- the Tim Allen voice of the toy Buzz Lightyear 
is based on the movie force. Would be based on the movie, yes, but it would also be like filtered through. You've had toys that talk that that are based off of real things. It's like this doesn't sound like the fucking actor. Yeah. It sounds like a weird. So I don't know. I, th- I thought that was kind of cool, and 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 it really made me think like, oh man, they probably they probably did put that level of care into that. You know, like you can't sound like Chris Evans, but you also can't sound like Tim Allen. So give us a mixture of both. Um, they end up, uh, getting attacked by these giant ass tentacles, uh, that come up from the ground. Um, and, uh, they, uh, you know, it's a typical sort of, oh no, we got to get back, you know, get back to the ship and stuff. And then the rookie gets caught and light years displaying his heroism is like, no, I'm going to go save him. They have these weird, not laser swords, but it's like, um, what is it, man? It's like a. Cause that was another question that I had, like, what are they going to do for like the weaponry in this movie? You know? Um, and, and it's all like, it all looks like kind of, you know, kind of no, no, no bullets. At least I can't, I can't recall any bullets ever being fired in this thing. It's all a bunch of like laser stuff. And, um, but there's like this sword that has like this little, this little like electric sort of beam and they go and cut all these tentacles and light year saves to the rookie. And then they get back. But as they're trying to take off, it gets uh, caught, um, and um, it is the the uh, the escape trajectory uh, gets all fucked up, and then um, the ship crashes, and Buzz ends up blaming himself. There's this whole thing that's set up in the very beginning, like you know, it's finish, his fault. Yeah, you got to finish the mission, finish the mission, like that's the thing, you know. And it becomes a it becomes a rolling theme throughout this entire thing, which will uh, will be met with head on. Uh, uh, later on in the film's, um, you know, third act. But uh, so he's like, you know, uh, this is all my fault. And But I will say the movie did this weird thing where like, so when he sees the, the, the system's all fucked up and basically like, okay, the turnip is stuck here. It does this P- Disney Pixar presents. And then it like cuts to, and it's like not a lot of time has passed because you would think that with that title card, it's like, okay, and now we're going to fade up to what we end up getting, which is a year later. Like they've kind of made this makeshift little city, little colony or whatever to kind of hang out Mm -hmm. as they're working on repairs. I would have liked to have seen that transition. Just, I don't know. Not, not that this movie is overly long by any means, but it's just like, you're going to give me that title card. And, you know, I'm trained as an audience member to think when I get a title card like that, the next shot is then going to be, oh, some time has passed and then and then whatever. Did that bother you as much as it bothered me? Not at all. Okay. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just being like, not right, at all. Yeah, I just, yeah, it was it was just jarring to me to give me a, a title cut like that and then go back to like, oh, this now we're in the same spot that we were. And there was no buildup. It's not like there were there were other title cards they were giving us. They just said Disney Pixar presents. And then, yeah, and let, you know, I thought between you and me, I thought that they just did something different with the title card in general. And the fact that we don't get the resolution of that title card which is going to be the word light year. We don't get that until the very end of the movie. It's a choice. I'll applaud them for that. It's a weird choice, but it's a choice nonetheless. Um, so, 
Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I just said it. So yeah, I mean, they, the the crew has now sort of you know formed a sort of makeshift colony, and they're gonna you know whatever. So all of this you know suffice to say is like solid, you know, by the book sci-fi movie shit. You know what I mean? Like none of nothing has been out of the ordinary thus far. Um, and basically, the setup is is that. Um, Buzz volunteers uh, because we need to, we need basically like we got to figure out how to get home. You know what I mean? And there's this uh, uh, hyperspace crystal um, that they need to develop in order to do so. It involves Buzz doing this flight through these rings and around the, around the, the, the moon. The rings are to, are to decelerate him. Yeah. 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 So his, it's to, on his re-entry. But he keeps missing the rings is the problem. And so he misses the rings once. He comes back. And but he go no. He goes through the rings though. the The whole big first thing was him having to eject the unstable fuel so that way he can recorrect and get into the well, rings. What's the one where he? But he what? But the first flight he like he he doesn't go into the rings. Something. No, the first. Him. Yeah, the first flight the 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 fuel's unstable. He's about to not make it through the rings. He ejects the fuel. To push him towards the rings to de- to decelerate. Yeah, what, whatever. Basically, the the whole thing is he has, he has to eject this thing. He has to go through the rings, go all the way around, and come back. He doesn't. He ends up fucking that up every single time. And basically, the whole thing is that every single minute or every, uh, the what what is it? Four minutes that he's up there. Four years pass down 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 below. Yeah, and. You know, he keeps coming back, and when he comes back, one of them, the the one guy who's helping him out, has like a beard. He's like, "When did you grow a beard? Like I've been gone for like fucking four minutes." Like, oh, you don't know. And so Lightyear hasn't aged a day, but everyone else, you know, has aged four years, um, including uh, uh, Alicia Hawthorne, who is now engaged. And this is where we get that moment where she's like, "Oh, you know, I met her." And it's it is, I will applaud this moment for again not. I didn't feel the movie was patting itself on the back by including this relationship. It was delivered in such a there was no um, there was no musical score that was crescendoing and highlighting this thing. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel fake. It just felt normal, you know. Um, which I, I I I hope, and I think we're start we're seeing this now. But I, I hope more. Uh, family films do this and just sort of have like, this is just, this is just a thing, you know? Um, and she's like, yeah, you know, I met her, we were gone. And he's like, you, you got engaged to someone you just met. And she's like, you know, I met her three years ago and stuff like that. So I was really hooked onto this concept because again, smart audience, you're like, okay, he's going to keep trying because he's buzz. I got to finish the mission. Got to finish the mission. And we have this. I'm not going to say it compares to the up monologue or the up montage, but we have this montage that is that is pretty emotional. And you see Lightyear continuing to push himself and go, 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 continually failing, and then Hawthorne living her life and getting older. You know what I mean, and all these other sorts of things. Um, so, I mean, they end yeah, up. Yeah, that, you know, that shit fucked me up. Yeah, they end up, you know, raising a son together. Um, and then, and then he ends up having having a kid who is his uh, um, uh, Hawthorne's granddaughter Izzy, who we'll meet later. Um, 
yeah, and then he ends up just keep failing and failing and failing, and he comes back after one time, and and uh, and yeah, uh, uh, Alicia has died, um, and there's this little video, you know, sort of waiting for him and stuff, and then you know, introducing like a kid Izzy. Yeah, it's all really, really heartbreaking. Um, and then uh, without missing a beat and without uh, wasting any time, uh, Commander Burnside, who sort of takes over uh, uh, Alicia Hawthorne's position, shows up and he's basically like, yeah, we're, we're, we're not doing this anymore. That mission you just came back from, that was your last one. And we're just going to live here now with these giant fucking tentacles and, you know, all this kind of stuff. We're just going to do the best we fucking can. And Lightyear's like, all right, whatever. So Lightyear goes back to his room, and then that's where we're introduced to socks. Which I, I'm just, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say it. I don't know, I don't know what, what the temperature is on socks right now, but I'm a socks fan. I like socks. I like socks too. This little robotic cat who's like, who's like, equally robotic and cat, you know, at the same time. I thought this was a masterclass in specific animating. I, whoever the animating team in charge of socks, like hats off to you. I wish you nothing but good things in life. That was th- like I, I'd love to have been a fly on the wall in that in, in that uh, development meeting of like, okay, it's a robot cat, but it also acts like a cat. There's plenty of fun things. I will I will say most of the comedy. This movie's pretty serious, bro. This movie's yeah. not. It's not that Which, funny. Bro comedy comes from socks and then taika wasidi's character later on which you know you were talking about how we're talking about the relationship earlier of alicia and her wife Mm -hmm. and how this feels like okay this couldn't like this wouldn't have happened in 1995 but this felt like it was an homage to um like if starship troopers took itself a bit more seriously you know what i mean like it to me it felt like and because of that tone of this is this is the this is the crazy sci-fi movie of the year, you know, yeah. um, that they that they were able to say, OK, we can ground like this is the offbeat sci-fi movie of the year in 1995. Mm-hmm. Like it's the sleeper hit. It's the one that they're like, OK, we just did a thing and, right. and people right. really flock to. That's the, that's yeah. the tone I took from it. But I also think that. In 95, um, there were only two kinds of sci-fi. Like, you know, the the idea of comedy and sci-fi has definitely shifted as we, you know, as we've progressed. But in 95, there were two kinds of, like, really funny sci-fi. It was, like, either it's so outlandish that everything about it is, is, um, is, like, absurd. You know what I mean? Or it is a spoof of an established property. So that's why we're laughing, right? It's taking itself in earnest, but it's being referential. So I feel like it was, it was in that vein of like that 95 mm-hmm. sci-fi melodrama sort of, sort of, sort of thing, right? Where you have yeah. to have the levity because, right. You have that one character in 95 who's like fresh off of his role in Beverly Hills, chicken catchers is, you know, what in the fuck did you just say? But you know, like the, you know those sci-fi movies that where is like, that oh, movie? Where's the Beverly Hills Chicken, Hills Chicken, Chicken Catchers, Catchers movie? Wow, you want it? Don't you? Oh, yeah, you a bunch of shit it. happens in Lightyear, and that's the end. We'll give our rating. Let's talk about this movie for a second. 
<laughs> Beverly Hills chicken catcher. Why would You'd they need to catch movie. chickens? Yes, but are the chickens dangerous? They're loose. They're loose. But are they okay? Loose. But loose. I mean, loose is one thing. Loose and dangerous is a whole other thing. They're loose and dangerous. How about that? loose and dangerous? Mm-hmm. I I'm I I I'm thinking of so many inappropriate jokes with the combination of loose and dangerous. If you don't just come on with this movie, okay. So um, Beverly Hills Chicken Catchers. All right. That's our TV show. You're welcome. Um, so, yeah, uh, he ends up, uh, 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 socks uh, is given to him by by Hawthorne. So there's that that sort of attachment there. And I just love, I love, again, love socks. Love, excuse me, the relationship between Buzz and socks. I thought it was fantastic. Um, and then socks actually says like, hey, man, I've been spending like a long time. I got, I got, I, like, I know how to, how to get us out of here, you know? And Buzz is like, all right, let's fucking go, you know. So uh, Buzz ends up stealing um, uh, one of the uh, ships and launches, and you have all the people knock on the door like, "You better land this motherfucker," you know. He's like, "Fuck you," you know. <laughs> like shoots up, um, and he achieves it. He 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 does the thing, like one last thing, like he does everything he needs to do, but this time he jumps twenty two years uh, into the future. Uh, and he, everything, everything is, is all fucking topsy turvy. You know what I mean? Uh, like there are these robots that are coming around. There's what, one of these robots that the yellow robots with like these big old claws comes up to Buzz's ship and fucking touches it and they fucking beam up or whatever. Like, you know, what's going on? Uh, and then that's where he meets, uh, uh, Izzy who's now grown up. And basically she's telling him, he's like, Hey man, all these robots, like, some time ago, all these robots came down to this planet. And they started fucking our shit up, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and basically everyone, you know, that colony, they're all they're holed up in there. They're kind of doing their thing. And it's me and these two other uh, um, uh, motherfuckers. And then this robot, we're just kind of, you know, uh, we're um, trying to destroy this thing um, to uh, to shut you know everybody down and shit. And there's this giant like space shit that's kind of floating above everything where all these things are coming from. And so, um, they end up, he ends up joining up, you know what I mean? With them. And this is, so we have, it's Kiki Palmer voicing Izzy who Kiki Palmer again, I think does a really good, uh, uh she job kills it. Acting. Yeah. Kiki Palmer, like what, what I, I, so there's this and there's no, so there are two things that, um, that I've not seen her in that I'm in, but like, what is she? And I'm she's a kid. Disney Channel kid. What she? What? What? What was she in? Uh, I believe she was in. She wasn't in Let It Shine. That was Coco Jones, who is another fantastic um, person. Uh, Kiki Palmer. She was in Aquila and the Bee. Uh, okay. She was in Jump In on Disney Channel. She was in Barbershop 2. I think that's where mm-hmm. she made her debut. Um, she was in... No, she wasn't Disney Channel. She was a Nickelodeon kid. So she was in True Jackson. She was uh, in VP. Uh, she was in Winx Club. Mm. Uh, okay. So some, uh, some she was in Hustlers. She was in Scream in 2019. See, I haven't um, seen Hustlers yet. And I don't. Oh yeah, she was in Scream. She was in that. Mm-hmm. 
anyway, I think I think Kiki Palmer is great, but we also have Taika Waititi voicing like the tall, lanky one, um, and he's he's funny. Um, there's this bit with a with a pen a little bit later on that I might not I might not address as I'm sort of going through this, but uh, yeah, it kind of sets it up. It's like okay, this is gonna, you know going to come in handy at one point, and it does. But, um, anyway. Uh, so the whole thing is like, yeah, that, that's our mission. We're going to take this big old spaceship down and Buzz reluctantly sort of sides up with them. But then he realizes like, oh, these, they kind of suck. You know, like they have this run in with these robots and Buzz is like, oh shit, like they're not, they're not that great. And we have a bunch of sequences like that where like Buzz is, you know, it's like they're, they're, they're woefully incompetent and, and Buzz has a hard time with buzz is so like by the book and like finish the mission and like you know suppress all this stuff and like don't make mistakes and all this kind of stuff but then it's like it's layered right it's like you know because all of this is because of uh, because of a mistake that he made you know so it's like he's sort of i don't know like this buzz just needs therapy desperately you know what i mean so he needs to unpack all this stop taking all this shit out on on everybody else um, so yeah, they end up, um, he, he ends up joining up with them. There's some, uh, kind of, you know, again, it's kind of, kind of standard sci-fi stuff. There's one part where, uh, there's all these, um, they have to, uh, get this material over, but then there's this giant like nest of like these like insects or whatever. And that's when they get back into the suits. He gives them all the old suits and stuff is like, there's like an invisibility cloak in here. And you can use that, you know what I mean? We can, and we can, uh, uh, get out and shit like that. Uh, so they end up sort of doing all that. There's another one where they have, what, what's that room? I, I thought the design of this was really cool where there's this room where, so they're trying to sneak on board. They're trying to do all this kind of shit. And there's this room that like, they have this security measures. It's like this beam that comes down. Oh yeah. 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 The, um, yeah. It was like the capture beam. Yeah, that was a really cool design. I'd never seen anything like that in 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 anything before. At least nothing nothing that I can recall. Therefore, like nothing mainstream. But um, yeah, I thought I thought that was really neat. And then um, there's this other funny moment where, uh, as they're sort of going through all their all their all their sort of missions, all their sort of steps, where uh, Taika Waititi's character goes and gets some like some some sa- some sandwiches, meat sandwiches, what it says out of the vending machine, and it's uh, uh, it's meat bread meat. And Lightyear, and Lightyear's like, what the fuck is this? You know, like it's supposed to be bread, meat, bread, and everyone's like, what the hell? Like, you know, like, you know, so you know, and it, I I thought that was so funny, and like the timing of that, like like how much time was devoted to that, and like you know how each one sort of riffed off. I thought that was a really cool segment. You know, I was it wasn't overdone. Though this was the part of the movie that. Um, for better or for worse, felt the most 1995 to me. Um, and what I mean by that is, uh, well, the part specifically the part where they're eating the sandwiches. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Because like I thought that they did a they did a really good job up to this point, dropping hints of like this is what Star Command could have been. So you have them all in like Buzz's suits, but they have different colors, right? Uh, mm-hmm. For different. Um, signifiers of where they are in rank and like i like all that stuff i like the tech in it i like the fact that we get to see how all these things like play out 
the thing that I started to um, that sandwich scene. They did they did too much to me during the scene because it's like let's laugh at Buzz, let's watch uh, Taika Waititi's character knock socks down, mm-hmm. let's have Buzz give a rousing speech, let's have Buzz like hear a message from his old like mm-hmm. a lot happens in this like seven minute chunk that I was like this feels weird. You know, it it felt like that scene in the in a movie, like if it was live action, where they're like, "This is the location we have for today, and if we f- try to switch locations, we're gonna lose on time." So we, let's see what we can do here. Mm-hmm. Does yeah, that make sense? Is, no, totally. This was no, absolutely. This was what we call the hail mary scene, where it's like mm-hmm. when you look at the rest of this movie and what it has to do and what happens next. But this is shortly before Buzz getting captured by Zerg. And that whole reveal and then everything else, it's like, like ideally you would want to parse all these moments out, particularly that message from Alicia, because it's been a minute since we've seen her or heard about her. So having her come more so, you know, closer to the tail end of the third act would actually be more satisfying from a narrative standpoint, but in order Mm -hmm. to make it to where that makes sense. So a lot of times, you know, movies will have, again, these Hail Mary scenes where it's like, we're just going to put all these people, everything we need to get out, every, let's get, you know, every last character development moment out that we can. Let's get every, you know, let's try to, you know, uh, 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 ring it out for as much emotional, uh, 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 you know, qualities as we can just in this, in this extended scene where everyone's just kind of hanging out and chilling out. And I, I don't think that it's successful. It feels very, right. it feels very stage. It it doesn't feel screen to me. This whole this whole yeah. segment, I I will I will stand by the bit with the meat sandwich. I thought the timing of that, that was great. Good. That was great. But I do agree with you that everything else in this scene, it felt it didn't feel like a movie. It felt it, it felt like a play, you know. Um, and that's not to disparage stage, obviously, but it, it you know, it, it, it yeah, it, it felt like a fucking play. Um, so yeah, all that uh, sort of happens. They have this. They end up uh, there's this uh, mining facility that they're like, hey, we can go in there, and there's this energy coil that's going to help us out. Um, and so we're going to go, uh, we're going to go do this thing. That's what that's what they've been after this entire time. Uh, and slowly, yeah, Buzz, like you pointed out in this scene, Buzz, Buzz has this years long epiphany, you know what I mean? Just sort of happy. It's like, all right, you know what I mean? Let's do it. So it, it kind of felt, I don't know, like it, it's there. So many, that's how I feel TJ about a lot of the emotional beats in this movie outside of or, or past uh, uh, Hawthorne's uh, death, you know, or passing. Mm-hmm. Everything else in the beginning I thought was set up perfectly. All the other emotional moments, it's like, okay, they're there. I recognize them. I see them. But structurally, they don't hit as hard as I would like them to. I agree. I agree. So, um, yeah. So, Zerg, who has been a little bit of a presence throughout this entire thing and who we know as sort of Buzz Lightyear's big bad from the Toy Story franchise and everything else. Um, Zerg ends up capturing uh, Buzz and he takes him on board. Um, and then you, it, it's revealed that, dude, 
this was weird to me. It is revealed. So Zerg's suit opens and it's like an older Buzz and Buzz is like, dad? And he's like, no, it's oh. Buzz. It's Buzz. Yeah. Oh, you're asking if Buzz is like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then and it's an older Buzz from a different timeline where essentially he's like, I came back, I saved everybody, but then they wanted to court martial me for abandoning or, or, or disobeying so order. Fuck them, basically. So I was like, yeah, fuck y'all. And I started flying off and I flew as far as I could. And so I discovered things that you couldn't imagine. Voiced by James Brolin, which was it was cool to have James Brolin and as sort of a movie nerd moment, James Brolin, the father of Josh Brolin, who played Thanos, talking to Chris Evans in another. I was like, okay, <laughs> this feels kind of cool. Um, which Josh Brolin, although the Thanos character was great and his portrayal was great, Josh Brolin has done things that I think are more impressive than just playing Thanos. You mean like Goonies? Come on, Josh. Well, no country for old men. Inherent vice. Um, anyway, uh, he was good in Milk. He played an asshole in Milk, but he was. But he. he I love that. Milk. Milk is such a good movie. What are you fucking with? Two percent? One percent? You funny? Right. You got jokes. Oh, milk is a really good movie. Um, so basically, yeah. It, when you introduce all this kind of shit, I will applaud the movie for not trying to over-explain because you cannot fully explain the logic in this. Um, but basically, we have an older Buzz who is like still about the mission. And he's like, basically, he sets it up. He's like, yo, we're going to go back as if this never happened. You got your little crystal. I got my crystal. Both of our crystals together. We can go back. And act like none of this ever happened. The mistake was never made and shit like that. And he's like, oh, yeah. But then Buzz, our Buzz, has this realization like, yeah, but without that, Alicia never would have met her wife. And Which I'm so, glad he, I'm so glad this was here because I had this fear, this deep fear that uh, it was going to pull what you, you probably don't know this because you don't watch a lot of anime films. Anime, anime will do this thing where they will make a movie, right? And mm-hmm. they will somehow some have some device that retcons everything in the movie to where it didn't matter. This was a one-off adventure. And yeah. when they started introducing the ability to go back in time, I was like, don't do this. Don't mm-hmm. like undo all the work of this movie to be like, and now we're back at the status quo so we can make the, the correct choice, right? And it felt like right. I'm glad they didn't do that because I was like, this is going to be cheap mm-hmm. if that's mm-hmm. the case. Yeah, no, I agree. So he ends up, you know, and and this is where TJ, and I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna put this in layman's terms, but this is where the main theme, at least at least in my opinion, the main thing, the main theme of the movie showed, you know, reared its head, and it's been poking at us this whole time, but here it sort of came to uh, full fruition. And again, putting it in layman's terms, there is success in failure. That's sort of what I what I walked away uh, 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 from this movie because if Buzz Lightyear Ooh. did not fail, then again Izzy wouldn't be there, and you know all this kind of stuff. So I think it's good. It's a rare message that is given in these movies, where like like it's okay to make mistakes. You know what I mean? Like you know you made this mistake, or you know you made this bad you made this bad decision. Lord knows all of us can look back at our life. You know what I mean? And be like, man. I wish I didn't make that decision. 
or I wish I didn't do that, you know, having regrets for this and that and the other thing. But if you didn't make those decisions, you wouldn't be where you are today. You know what I'm talking right. about? So right. that, that I think is something that while is, is, is talked about and, and, and whatever and, and other, it's never featured as prominently in these types of movies. That's yeah. interesting to me that that's the message you took from it. That's what I took from it. Yeah, I I took from it like a realization of, well, one, a realization of like, oh, he can't do this alone. And two, like his idea of what the mission is, isn't always correct. Yeah. I mean, there's that too. Yeah. You know, that's why I said, did I say like the main theme? Like I, I, but to me, I think the main thing is the main thing is that. <laughs> that was shady. You said, didn't I say? Yeah. But that that was that that was my key takeaway. My and and why why it was my key takeaway is because oh wow, I haven't really seen this portrayed to this degree in family movies before. And I'll just go on a limb and say I don't know if I've seen this portrayed in family like this idea, like this very like adult. You hear this in therapy, you know what I mean? All these kinds of things, and to be able mm-hmm. to present that to a younger audience, to meet them earlier and be like, hey, yo, you're gonna fuck up when you're an adult, and like just know that like it's all right, you know, shit like that. Yeah. The other yeah. thing, learning to rely on other people and all that kind of stuff, like, yeah, that was there too, but I've seen that kind of, you know, more so. I've seen that more in, 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 in other movies, but it doesn't take away from, from the hit of those moments too though, buddy. Cause like there was that moment where towards the end where, 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 uh, cause Izzy throughout this whole time, like kind of living under her grandmother's shadow, particularly in Buzz's mind. And then that one point where he's like, Hey, come help me. And she's like, I'm not my grandmother. And he's like, I don't need your grandmother. I need you. I need you. Yeah. That, moment, that line hit, you know, and stuff like that. So I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but, um, uh, so we'll just kind of blow through and, and, and get to that, get to that point there. So, yeah. So Buzz essentially, uh, says, no, fuck you. I'm taking this shit. And then, uh, older Buzz, let's just call him Zerg from here on out. Zerg is now like, you know, all right, all right, fuck you. You're now my enemy and shit like that. Um, so, um, but Zerg also has, cause he gets captured again, but then Zerg also has his own socks. Who's all like fucked up, but then socks ends up shooting a dart into Zerg's neck and like, you know, down on him. Zerg, Zerg's socks does. And then he ends up freeing Buzz. And he's basically, he's basically saying, he's like, look, like this has kind of been like, you, you need to, you know, you know, don't, don't change, don't change shit and stuff like that. Like stick to the, stick to the original plan and stuff. Um, and so, um, yeah, they end up uh, uh, escaping, uh, Buzz ends up escaping. Yeah, then this is that. This is that moment because uh, what is it? I love. I love this. This moment for Izzy because she's like she needs to leap across the fucking uh, the two. Because she's scared of space. Yeah, yeah. And she's with our socks. And I can't remember, man. I can't. Remember. What does he? What does he say to her? Like he he kind of gives her that. She push. says, "What if I miss?" He says, "Don't." Yeah, like that was. Don't you know what I mean? Like city boy, you know, like that was, fucking, you know, that was cool. Uh, and and she fucking floats, and they're like, all this stuff was top notch, you know, all this stuff was really fucking cool. Um, 
and he, you know, uh, 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 every, everything ends up uh, working out. There's that, there's that cool moment where she like kind of floats. She misses her target, of course, because she has to because movie. But then like socks ends up floating away, and she catches him, and then she saves it, and then you know all this kind of stuff, and she climbs back and helps him out. What are you gonna say? I didn't say anything. Oh, you you gave like a breath. I thought you were gonna say something. Uh, so yeah, then Buzz ends up escaping uh, on the ship, and then or escaping the ship, and then everything fucking blows up. And he's like, "All right, I'm coming back. You know, I got my thing or whatever." Uh, and then Zerg shows up. He's on Buzz's ship, and he's like, uh, "I'm gonna take that crystal from you." You know what I mean? All this kind of stuff. Uh, Buzz ends up ejecting, and then we are introduced. This this moment was pimp, where he shoots out of the ship. And the wings come out, you know, and because that was my whole thing, too. I was like, when are we going to get the wings? You know, because that's a big thing, you know, when are we going to get the wings? And I thought they were going to do, I knew we were going to get them, but I mm-hmm. thought we were going to do the, um, the, some kind of cheesy rendition of that to infinity and beyond jump that we got from Toy Story. But in this, it's just, it's just cool. You know, it is just cool. And in this segment, going back to what I said at the beginning of the movie, where I was like, you know, Andy looked up to this guy, like this guy's a fucking tool. You know, he's a buffoon. He's a nincompoop and shit like that. (laughs) Seeing him eject out, wings out, turn around wrist laser i was like hell yeah andy looked up to this guy you're like there there it is this is dope you know shit like that so yeah she's fucking fucking ices or you know what i mean just cold-blooded you know um like we out here you know and then um end up going back everyone's safe and everything uh and buzz is like all right like this is this is just this is where we live now you know this is this is my home and shit uh burnside comes back and he immediately arrests buzz uh but then he's like all right but you did you did you know do some good things and everything so so everything's all right and he's like all right we'll we'll let you we'll let you bring back the space ranger core um and then he ends up selecting um izzy mo and darby and socks as his as the space rangers um and then um they got that new hyper crystal and they're gonna continue the work that you know buzz and uh and alicia started you know way back in the day and then there's a post-credit scene where like zerg is still alive and shit like that which i don't know i don't know i don't know if they did that tj to set up for like future installments of this i highly doubt this movie is going to get a sequel just based off of the but i wonder if they did that just to be like you know just to kind of fold it within the within the toy story slash lightyear universe and that's lightyear um so yeah yeah i think that they 100% did that to be in the world of like, yeah. In '95, we would have wanted, you know, like if this was a movie franchise, we would have wanted to keep, keep this thing open. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, I um, I really enjoyed myself watching this movie. I, you know, the fact that I, I still, I still, I still think it didn't need to be like I could have done without it. But when you really think about it, a lot of movies are like that. You know, like 
movies are like, this didn't need to be made. It was still fun. This movie was fun. And I, I'm curious. I haven't really combed through TJ a lot of the reviews of this movie. Um, but I'm curious as to what they say. Like, are they are they Toy Story stands that are like negative on this movie? Are they just random? You know, I don't know. I'm sure there are a lot of people who fucking a lot of people who shouldn't be allowed to write anything hating on this movie because of the because of the the lesbian relationship. Um, so like their their opinion obviously doesn't matter. But I'm wondering if. Like where 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 the negative where the negatives are coming from? Did I love this movie? No, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was fucking cool. I mean, it was. There were parts of it that like I didn't understand why this needed to be. There was that meat sandwich scene that that we talked about that sort of knocks it down. You know, I mean, a couple pegs for me. I mean, for me, this is a. I guess, like a six, six five. I can see that. Good, uh, I think it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I had I, I had fun. I liked it. I think that the the if anybody's knocking anything, it's because we can't forget that anything Pixar does is held to like within an inch of its life. You know, like the scrutiny Pixar can sneeze in a direction, and if they yeah. like, they're like, "Why, why'd your booger go over there?" I mm-hmm. I think that this. If this movie had been in the hands of some other, let's remove the IP from it. If this yeah. had been a movie by some other animation studio, people would have been like, this is great, right? Because yeah. it does, it looks great. Uh, the action sequences are amazing. I think that Pixar has really done some great things with these action sequences. Um, there's, there's just a... Uh, a level of polish that comes with Pixar movies. I think the thing is, this was a hundred percent them trying to capture all the things that happened in the nineties action movies and put it into this. And I loved it because we were around for the nineties action movies, but I can see how, uh, again, it asked the question, who's this movie for, right? Are you making any more buzz light your fans off of this movie? The answer is no. Right. Uh, are you, um, are you feeding into those individuals like us who grew up with Buzz Lightyear and we're like, oh, this is okay. I can see this homage to 90s film. 100%, right? Um, like you said, the technology in 95 that would have been in this movie is in this movie. Um, but children today will not know that. Just hands down. They just won't know it. No. So. It, it adds to the question that we keep asking ourselves with Pixar movies, like, who is this movie for? I think that Pixar movies are always going to be held under the, the lens of this movie supposed to be for children, but it's not. It's for us. Um, so with all that being said, blah, blah, blah. I think, for me, this movie is like a seven. Is it fun? Am I going to watch it again? Probably. But I'm probably going to watch it again when I'm like, let me just put something on in the background while I'm doing some work. Am I going to sit down and like dive in deep? No. Right? Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's what it's that's what it's going to be be for me. Um, yeah. Um, so I give it a seven. Cool. Yeah. Where's my Yay. share of 40? Pixar. 
Give my Sheriff Wooden movie. Then I give it. Here's the thing. I need that. I also need them to leave. Leave Toy Story alone. Hold on. I'm going to Google this real quick. They're not making a Woody show. They're not making a Woody movie. They're not making Woody's Roundup. So, June 16th, 2022, exclusive Sheriff Woody movie in development. Are you serious? Well, I mean, you never, you can never trust this. Until you see a trailer, you can never trust this shit. But it does say Pixar is developing a solo Sheriff Woody movie in the style of this year's upcoming light year. So, this is even before Lightyear came out. So, who knows, man? Maybe the returns of Lightyear, they might be like, no, nah, we're not doing that anymore. You know, maybe it was maybe uh, it was an idea. Yeah. Who um, knows? Who knows? All I know is that that was Lightyear. Yep. That was it. Uh, uh, thank y'all for another for joining us for another episode of Grown Man Watch Kid Shit. Uh, as always, you can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram. You can also reach us at grownmanwks at gmail.com. You can also uh, leave us a message by hitting leave a message in the show notes. Um, we love to hear from you. We ask that you rate us wherever you listen to podcast. Wherever you listen to podcast, wow, five stars, great, four stars, excellent, three stars or below. We'll just space you. We'll just push you into space. Yep, we'll just just out there. You're just out there in space. Deal with it. Um, you won't deal with it because you'll die instantly. Um, uh, we want to thank you for joining us. Uh, as we are, we're over halfway through the year, which is crazy to me. Uh, but we do this because um, not only do we like to see each other, but we also like to talk to y'all. So thank you so much for listening. Um, we are moving out of summer, moving into fall, which means that we are on our way to Halloween. So if you have any suggestions for Halloween episodes, please shoot us an email, grownmanwks at gmail.com, and we will add it to the list of possibilities. Um, As the summer winds down, as school starts up for many people with kids, uh, please take care of yourselves. Be safe. Stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. And we will catch y'all next time. Jordan, Hmm. what is one franchise from the 90s that you miss Ooh, franchise from the 90s that i miss so my i had an image of the mighty duck show i just i don't know i just had an image from that um i also miss i miss uh uh beast wars i miss um man there's there's some good ones, but there's also like I was gonna say Ninja Turtles, but then like the new Ninja Turtles or like the new or the newish ones on Nickelodeon. Those are those are pretty good. My daughter's into those right now. So they're gonna come out with a, a, a new Ninja Turtles movie here pretty soon too. Actually, I think they already did. I think they did. What about no, you? They, they, they just they just announced uh, another. Oh, one. Did they? Well, there's another one. On Netflix. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Um franchise from the 90s you know what i want rocket power to come back mm. yeah no yeah. i really enjoyed rocket power. like i I like between rocket power and the wild thornberries i like that sort of like craggy sort of um what's it called like that craggy sort of animation style 
Dude, the wild thornberries was so good. And here's here's what here's what fucks me up on the wild thornberries. I used to watch that and be like, is anyone else watching this? And then come I to mean, find out it. come to find out in my adult life, a lot of people were watching that. Yeah. I feel yeah. the same way oh. about what? I was gonna say the secret world of Alex Mack and Alan Strange. God, I loved those shows. Alex Mack, I had a huge crush on on uh, Larissa Olenek back in the day because of because really, of Alex Mack. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, and Alex Mack remember had Jessica Alba in it too. She played mm-hmm. the bully girl. Um, all the dude, the, yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Wild Thornberries, Alex Mack, Pete and Pete, Pete and Pete needs to fucking come back. Because that show was way ahead of its time. And now you look at it now, it's like, oh, man, like they had some really cool things. So, man, in in, in the spirit of all these reunions and all these all these reboots and all these things we don't need, like so many of them, like take, you know, look at look at these shows, because, you know, now, like. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.